Das ist Lorenzo Maas mit Fingerprints. Hier ist er. Is out, that you've been stepping out, that you and he went all the way. I fell too hard for you, now I don't know what to do. You took my love and pulled away. Forget the fiction, baby, face the facts. Tell me the reason for this heart sure we're all feeling good after having our ears finger banged by Mr. Lorenzo Lamas. With you as always, Tim and Griff. Having another great week here. Very excited to uh, finally get to talk about Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah, episode thir- th- 14. Is it episode, it's episode 14. I, think. I lost track. I wrote it. Episode 14. You write it down. <laughs> uh, before... We get to that, and believe me, I cannot wait to talk about Lorenzo Lamas, but I got some business I need to do. Uh, I like the sound of that. I can't help but notice that literally within hours of me dropping that scathing truth bomb about Facebook last week, yeah. and I'm not going to, if you want to hear it, re- listen to the last week's episode, I'm not going into it, but... It's a treasure trove of fun, so you should listen anyway. Exactly. Literally hours. S- Facebook stock plummets. Uh, I believe fifteen billion dollars he lost. Yeah, see, so don't fuck with a Zuckerberg. That's all I got to say. Yeah, imagine how this is gonna look for Mister Segala. You know, after exactly. word on that, well, it's like gets out. I got this new theory, Grip. We don't have a lot of listeners, but the listeners we do are like the movers and shakers, the power brokers, if you will, yeah. of the world. Mm, and what like we that. say goes. And I also have this new theory I'm working on is is that the reason why we don't have as many downloads as it, we should is because stay with me. I'm with you. People, it's 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 become like a group thing. So people are like getting together in groups to listen to our podcast. So there's oh. probably fifty to hundred people get together, right? Listen together because it only shows us one. But yep. that's many. That's how many people. people have get like uh, podcast parties. Yeah. for us, like we're we started that trend. No one else has ever started that trend. Yeah. Most people will listen to a podcast in seclusion. They do it like in their car. Our podcast people get together. We they send us the pictures. They're great right. pictures. Thanks for sending those. Yeah, they get together. <laughs> they hang out. Right. There's more people than Trump's inauguration in each of these parties. It's yeah. amazing. We're bringing people. We're bringing the country. Everyone's saying the world country's getting divided. I don't think so. We're yeah. bringing the country together. We're we're seeing different stories there because yeah. We got we got we got mixed signals going on. So at this point, fuck Facebook. I'm through with it. We're through with it. We're not using it. Oh, really? We're not we're done with it? Well, as far as as of today, I don't know. I haven't checked in days. Okay, but as far <laughs> as I know, we're still disabled. Our pages now. If yeah. it, if it does come back, I'll think about it because <laughs> because of you guys. I want you guys because the one thing I do like about Facebook is I can get, it gives me room to there's, like write a summary of yeah, our, our episodes. There's so many visuals that we don't describe. You need to see it. 
Right. And that gives us a platform. So, so basically, I mean, we still, so just, if you want, you're interested, like, what the episode's about, or you want to tell somebody about it, it's, we're still on Twitter. Just check out on Twitter. So we're at G&G Theater, and that's it. That's all I'm going to say about that. But we'll have pictures, and we always have summaries of whatever the episode yeah. is. Yeah. So. Well, probably today, because... Hopefully, I won't have three hours of editing ahead of me here. No, uh, this is going to go like this is going to go smooth. This is going to go smooth. We're we're going on the uh, the Caribbean cruise here. It's get, we're just sitting back and relaxing with so a couple like, pina coladas. Let's put it, as, uh, all I got to say about the Facebook fiasco is a wise man once told me this: Anyone who doesn't like Donald Trump's theater is afraid of himself. You motherfuckers, you are afraid. Of yourself, of gonna grab his theater. Shit! What? Those are the goddamn wise words. Fuck Golenvar Globestag, our number one fan in Norway, knows what's up. Man, I love that guy. I my car broke down the other day. You know what? He was right there around the block. He, from Norway? How the fuck did he get here? He lives in Norway. I I don't know what to tell That's you. That's called true passion. Unless he's got some identical twins that. Does he got robots over here? Could be. Yeah, that might be a robot. Robots do love our podcast. Robots love our podcast. <laughs> We're the number one podcast for bots. Yeah. Podcast and Twitter and Instagram. All of our social media <laughs> seems to be uh, perpetually motivated by bots. Well, That's great. I mean, yeah. I think I, I just want to say this. I think bots should be treated like people. It's kind of a Blade Runner thing. I think bots yeah, are people, too. got a Blade Runner thing, yeah. And should be treated like people. So when uh, robots do start to overthrow the world, we're safe. Because right. we put out the content they love. <laughs> right. I don't know why. Exactly. But I can't wait it. for Judgment Day to happen. Yeah. Bring it oh, on. the robot Judgment Day, yeah. not, not the Jesus Judgment no, Day. No, that's not going to happen. That's, that's, that's fairy tales. Well, we've already had seven situations where it was supposed to happen and it hasn't happened. Yeah. We had the Mayan exactly. scare, too. Yeah, 2012. Yeah. Man. Didn't see that movie. but Didn't? Oh, I made it up in my head. It was pretty dope. I didn't actually go see it. Did John Cusack star in the thing in your head, too? Yeah. Is that Creepy. weird? Yeah, this is weird. Oh, okay. Uh, you want to no. t- oh. talk about underappreciated? No, never mind our underappreciation. You know who's also unappreciated? Goddamn Lorenzo Lamas. Fuck yeah, he is. I heard just just the whimpering, and I was uh, I heard that he was kind of a dick. So I came into this thinking we were going to find so much shit on him, and... He does have that kind of vibe. He does. He really yeah. does. And I, yeah. So you hear a thing, you see a thing. Yeah, you're like, we, this we know a dick. we did. We learned a lesson about uh, judging a book by its cover. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, we found out some interesting things about him, but uh, we'll certainly get to that in a second. Uh, I think before that, you want to hit some trailer action? Let's do it. Okay. Let's talk Snake Eater 3. His hot, law. Hot, hot Snake Eater is back with a vengeance. An outlaw biker gang is running wild and the justice system can't stop them. <laughs> we want you to find these animals. And when you do, we want you to destroy them. It's up to them if they want to die. A maverick cop is hunting them down. Got any suggestions? Get him back. 
three. A college girl is kidnapped. A young woman murdered. Maybe it's payback time. He's taking the law into his own hands. He mentioned kidnappers, hmm? rapists. Doesn't exactly sound like a cushy desk job. There's only one law. Take them out before they take you. Snake Eater 3. That place looks harder to crack than the Alamo. That's the Mollison girl. We've got to get her out. Snake Eater 3. His law. Alright, so like most of the trailers, a lot of action noises, not a lot of description for the movie. But you get the whole you gist of it. You get what you need. You get what you need. You like that song? Is that a song? You get what you need. I don't know that song. It's a Rolling Stones song. Oh. Singing times, you just not find. You get what you need. I think that's yeah, that's pretty much pitch perfect. I learned from what's that guy's name? I don't even remember his name. Who? I don't know what you're talking about. The Rolling Stones guy. Oh, Mick Jagger. Oh, is that his name? Yeah, I don't know. He's a singer. Yeah, Keith Richards. He's a guitar player. Oh, okay. He's the one in, into drugs who doesn't die, right? Right. That guy's doing well for himself. He's I got guess what he needs. I guess millions and millions of dollars will do that. It'll help you. Yeah. So enough about bullshit people. We got it. We keep straying away from Lorenzo, and uh, you were telling me about some interesting things about Lorenzo and his uh, heritage. Well, uh, yeah, many people don't know Lorenzo. He, he is a uh, movie star royalty. His uh, his dad was Fernando Lamez, who was a Latin lover kind of heartthrob guy back in the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. His mom, I don't, I do do my research. His mom was also a big star too at the time. I can't remember her name. But so, and uh, I get, you probably don't know this because this is a little before your time, but in the 80s, when Billy Crystal was on Saturday Night Live, he had, Caner- he had, Caner- he had a Caner- character <laughs> named Fernando Lamas, and his line was like, you look marvelous. That was Lorenzo Lamas' dad he was imitating. Oh, shit. Mo- I mean, most people think that was just a made-up character. Yeah. No, that was his dad. I, I have no idea if his dad acted that way. I was pro- he was probably, I'm sure it was an exaggeration. Sure. So that's a little fun uh, Lamas fact for you. I'm also, fun, fun fact, you know Lamas classes Lam- for like pregnancy, Lamas class. You never heard of that? No. That's you've sure you never heard of that? No. Well, it's, I've never it, been pregnant, so. Well, yeah, but you've got how many women pregnant? I don't know, but this time you've lost count. Yeah. Well, it's 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 but it's it's like breathing and all that shit, the kind of oh. shit you do now. It's called Lamas class. That was named after Lorenzo Lamas because he got so many women pregnant. No fucking way. Yep. God damn. I mean, he was going through those marriages like I go through Toblerones. He's just fucking chomping them down and throwing them out the next week. Guy's been married, what, six times? I, 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 maybe. I don't know. I, I think he's up to six. Good for it's, him. It's pretty, 
It's pretty amazing. It's probably why he's flying a helicopter for a living now. Because yeah. he's broke. Yeah, well, maybe. I, I look at it more of it's just his passion now. Because he, yeah. he flies around. He goes on, like, Grand Canyon tours nowadays. I got to give him credit because in the interview I did read with him, he did say he, unlike a lot of guys we talk about on the show, when he got to his 50s, he's like, I'm done with action movies. I can't. I, it's ridiculous. It's not oh, believable. He? He's not Liam Neeson, who's 74 no. and still, like, no. chasing down his he daughter. Looked, he took a good look, long look in the mirror and was like, I can't. It's ridiculous. I can't be doing this in my 50s. Can you imagine a Taken movie filmed in the 90s? <laughs> How ridiculous that would be. Yeah. Be- I kind of I really want to see somebody do that. Go back in time and. Do do the script from Taken, so, but give it to Golan Globus or something. Well, yeah. Well, that's that's one thing we we I think we've talked we've touched on it before. All these movies that come out, all every Michael Bay movie definitely yes is a ripoff of Golan Globus. Golan Globus is, was way ahead of their time. Every movie we see now is just a Golan Globus movie with a huge fucking budget. Yeah, it's got the same beats, the same super like like I was. I never seen the movie, but I saw the last five minutes of San Andreas last night with The Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was straight out of Golan Globus. Okay, San Francisco breaks off because of the earthquake. Sure. And they're like, The Rock, he's got his family with him. They're all together. Next is the end. And there's an American flag just floating, hanging on the Golden Gate Bridge. It's been destroyed. Somehow, mm-hmm. American flag, gigantic American flag. Flew away in the wind. And he's like, time to rebuild. Oh. And then hit like some like air, shitty Aerosmith like you know song. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That's straight out of the playbook of Golden Globus, man. I think of it like uh, you know how you have your bands who are really good when they are starting out, and then they get big and they suck. Yeah, that's pretty much action movies today. Is they don't have the same heart and drive anymore. I think it's because they have too much budget. I think it, no, that's exactly you, what I mean. You, yeah, you had because you had to be, have ingenuity to make the Golden Globus yeah. movies. You had four thousand dollars to cut an album, make a movie. Nowadays, it's, you have laughable amounts of money, so it's just like and you can do like five it. million takes. And now, yeah. thanks to CGI, like you don't have to worry about getting the stunt right. Yeah, or anything like, like the that. person who brought the movie to the table and has it in their heart, they're not controlling like every little thing. They're probably just like. Oh, we'll let these guys take care of it, and those guys take care of it. So it's it's a different experience now. It sucks. I, Everyone's I too agree big. with you. I don't. I don't Everyone's really care. I mean, there's there's a few good action movies, but they're harder and harder to find. Uh, of course, we get to talk about all the movies where you get all the heart and passion, though, and that's why we love talking about them. Correct. That's right. Now. Did we have uh did we did we have some money to talk about here tonight? Oh, Cuz I got bills to pay. Yeah, before we get into it, we need our, our company Merman Industries. We've come up with this great new product. I can't wait to tell you about it, Griff. So I'm just going to play it right now. Check it out, Griff. Yeah, let's check that out. Does this ever happen to you? Ugh. I bench press, I do push-ups, I wear deep v-neck tank tops, and I still can't get people to notice my pecs. What's a guy gotta do? Well, young man, Mermaid Industries has just the product for you. Petroleum jelly chest sheen for men. Schwarzenegger, Stallone, The Rock, Van Damme. What do these cinematic icons have in common? That's right, glistening pectorals. And now you, too, can have that same lustrous look. 
We here at Merman Industries are proud to announce that Anton Sarcophagus, famed chest oiler to the stars, has finally agreed to share his secret formula for blindingly shiny pecs with us. And even better, we've decided to share it with you for the bargain price of $19.99. Yes, for less than a $20 bill, you can purchase a can of the sheen that gets you seen. Do you want the best for your chest? Do you want to put the sex back in your pecs? Do you want to bring the pretty to your man titties? Then buy petroleum jelly, chest sheen for men. Warning, petroleum jelly is strictly for chest application only. Merman Industries is not responsible for any harm that comes from misusing this product. Keep this product away from all pets, children, and women who are either pregnant or nursing. Mm. That's definitely going to make Merman Industries a couple of mil. <laughs> couple? A cup. I'm picking a couple mil until word spreads, you know? Stop being so modest. I can't help but notice you're wearing some petroleum jelly right now. And mm. you, did you notice I put on my shades? It's not because I'm cool. Oh, okay. Even though I do put, I do wear shades inside. Yeah, I was going to say. At night. Usually we go to the movies together and you're wearing shades during the movie. Right. But this time it's because of the glare. Stunning glare, by the way. It's not. There's nothing bad okay. about it. Okay. Of your packs. I can't. It's like, have, have you been doing like we've been working out? I got to tell you, no. I haven't. What? Not at all. I know the the the, the shading and the depth that this brings out of my rib cage and just all those parts that people are like, God damn, put on some weight. Now they're like, Jesus Christ, what are you deadlift? And I'm like, Have you ever seen a Tonka truck? Like a real one, like Gravedigger's truck? Yeah, I deadlift that now. Wow. That's I know how amazing this product is. I know. It's wonderful. And uh, I can't wait to see it on the shelves. We're still going through FDA, I think. Yeah, they're still working on it. Yeah. There's, there, there's a few problems. I, I tried. I opened a couple of shirts and tried to apply the pectorum jelly just so they could, you know, I popped my shirt. They were like, mm, we don't want to look at that. So I tried to apply it to them, and they weren't, they weren't feeling that so much. But we'll get them. We'll get them. We're going to look we're, for it. We'll call up the Koch brothers, and the Koch brothers will send some money their way. We'll get it in. Yes. Pectoralum jelly will be in every store it soon. Will. It's pectoralum jelly. Pectoralum <laughs> jelly. Hey, you're the idea guy. I just make sure that, you know, we get... You're the guinea pig. Yeah. And it's working great Thank on your you. chest. Thank you. I want that thing handed out with Taco Bell hot sauces, you know? I want... I want. Here's your hot sauce and also this pec jelly. Speaking of great greasy chest, mm. it brings Tell- me back to Lorenzo Lamas. Ooh, Lorenzo. Griff, let's get into this Snake Eater 3. I just want everyone to know we're covering Snake Eater three because you don't need to see any of them. They're, there's a, they're very loosely put together. All you need to know is a star character named Soldier Kelly, yeah, played by Lorenzo Lamas, and he kicks ass. That's the only thing com- combining them. Yeah, one of my favorite parts is uh, he like they do mention his first name in this. I, when I looked at the other two movies, I don't know if they ever brought up his first name, but they bring up his first name, and so it's Jack, Jack Kelly. And I, I am a fan of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and there's a character in there named Jack Kelly, and he's a pedophile who is uh, embarrassed about his hand size. And since they also reference Lorenzo Lamas, I think they were making a call to this, which made me laugh quite a few times during the movie. But we get right off the bat to see how much of a badass he is. And I, I thought it was like a deranged hockey player... Just busting onto the scene. You told me it was more. He was going for kind of like a Mel Gibson thing. He was thing. so ripping off Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon in this opening scene. He's 
He's playing. Well, let's let's break the scene down. The scene starts out. We're in a diner, and a guy's holding the place up, and soldier just happens to be walking by. Yeah, sees it and is like, "Oh, I got to do something." So he comes in, and he's like, he he pulls the classic because because in Lethal Weapon, Mel Gibson, his whole shtick is he's like crazy, he doesn't give a shit, you know, he's suicidal. So that's basically what he's playing in this one. So he, he his plan is. I'm going to pretend I'm robbing this place. Yeah. So he's like, he pulls a gun. Out. So the guy's got a hostage. He pulls a gun on the guy. And they're like, hey, tell you what. Let's flip a coin to see who can rob this place. Right. He's like, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, the, the, the guy's got like a woman, uh, got a gun to a woman's head. He's got a hostage. So he's using the coin as a distraction. And he's like, look, man, we're both here to rob it. So why don't we decide who gets to rob it on this coin toss? Want to take it from there? Well, Want to take it into the flip? Well, like, this 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 is the beginning of this barrage of really bad one liners. Oh my god! So he flips the coin, and of course the guy's distracted. He looks up, and boom! He shoots the guy right in the forehead. Right in the forehead. And the guy before the guy got shot, he he said tails, mm-hmm. and then Lorenzo goes heads. You're you. dead. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so if you're into cheesy one-liners like this, this is the this, movie to the go carpet to. Carpet bomb you with <laughs> carpet bomb. That's yeah, <laughs> with cheesy it's, one-liners. It's nonstop. Like we 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 ran out of room on our notes here <laughs> to record them all because it, it's it's just fucking every other line is a build-up to a just, one-liner. Basically, it's a movie about a couple homicidal maniacs that just kill people and joke about it. Yeah. So. So we're back at the police station. We got we got to go back to the police station, and you know, we get the classic action. You know, uh, we Jack is a uh, soldier. Kelly is a uh, cop, and so he's about to lose his his gun and his badge. Yeah, he's got the classic scene where his captain's yelling at him. You, you're out of control. He's like, I get the job done. Yeah, and right. he's like, I get the results out there, and he's like. That woman, the hostage, she called in. She's uh, She says that you came in to rob the place. You know, this isn't looking good. So he's got to get that gun. He's got to get that badge. But, you know, fucking Jack don't give a shit. He knows they're going to be begging <laughs> to get him back. Right. He's uh, he's the typical action hero where it's like every every person he comes into contact with are in love with him or they're jealous of him. <laughs> So his captain's just jealous of him, but exactly. well, everybody at the police station's jealous of him. Oh, you see it when he's walking out. He's storming out, hair flowing, just beautiful yeah. hair. Yeah. Uh, it's like a constant breeze on him. I don't con- know that yeah, from. constant breeze on him. Yeah. Just he's looking ten pounds lighter without that gun on his hip, and people are like, "Man, what is it? Why are you looking so good today?" He's like, oh, "I took my gun off." It's fucking amazing. So. So does he? Go, he goes to his girlfriend's uh, antique shop, doesn't she? Doesn't he? Well, let's mean? see. We find out about the. He's got to go back to his house, and that's when he gets the call. So uh, he's he's got to get a call because there was a lady who Watch, was watching TV. Yeah, she sees the story about how he saved. And yeah. So, so we learn. So if you're wondering what the fuck is a snake eater, we learn in this little segment where they're like Soldier Kelly. Once part of the like the greatest squadron of all time, the Snake Eaters, back in Vietnam. Yeah, and she's like, "Wow, he's the guy I need for this job." Yeah, 
And of course, even the media is like, no, this cop is doing exactly what we need. We need a guy out there murdering people. <laughs> Putting lives at risk, but getting the job done. Yeah, the, the, the cat went in the crimes again. <laughs> I don't know why he does that every time we record. Um, so yeah, so she calls him up and she's like, I got a job for you. And, you know, I got. So you come over. And he's like, I'll yeah. be. He's like, what? Why not? I got nothing to do. So he's meeting up with a couple milk toast old family, you know. They're old, like 80, yeah. and they've got like a 22 year old daughter. Yeah. College daughter. Right. And um, they're rich. You can tell they're loaded. Oh, yeah. Because she talks like a British accent. Yeah, she does. Good point. They're like in LA or something, and right. she's got like this high fluent yeah. accent. <laughs> so they're out in the garden talking and. Bringing out the tea. Right. Tea and crumpets. <laughs> And so the dad's like, oh, I'm going to go get our, our daughter, Vivian. For yeah. They're expl- they, they explain how, like, they she, needed- she was doing a, co- a paper for college about, like, a sociology paper about biker gangs. Yeah, like a whole Hunter S. Thompson thing. Right. And so she was hanging out with these bikers, and then they just kidnapped her, and they strung her out on drugs, and they gang raped her, and this horrible shit to her. Yeah. And she was gone for, like, months. So their poor daughter is, like fucked up at this point and they're like we want you to get these biker motherfuckers yeah hell's hell's fury hell's fury hell's fury and take care of them because the, the, the cops aren't doing shit yeah i can't wait to tell you guys about the leader of the hell's fury <laughs> so well yeah they're an amazing gang so they get the daughter she comes out immediately starts she, to take her underwear off. yeah she's got a dress so she just pulls it off and starts and at the, i'm sure this is something of something that always happens to soldier, so he's he's kind of like what's going on, but he's kind yeah. of like I'm used to this kind of thing. He he's, he does act surprised for their <laughs> sake though, for their benefit. He's yeah, like, yeah he's used. He to realizes it. that she's got something <laughs> wrong with her, and you know he wants to. And they're like, soldier, you got to find these hell's furious guys. But they gave her my daughter as I quote a raging case of gonorrhea <laughs> and genital herpes. Got to find these sick motherfuckers. Oh, boy. <laughs> Once he heard raging case of gonorrhea, he's like, I'm on the case. I'm going to kill these motherfuckers. Yeah. But, of course, he's been kicked off the force at this point. So, you know. Right. So he's like, he's, how how can I murder somebody legally? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he knows that the whole license to kill thing is just out of James Bond, and he's not going to have that work out. So he's like, God damn. Uh, you know what? I think I know somebody. And this is where we enter... The greatest movie sidekick this side of Steve James. Oh, man. Cowboy. Cowboy. And, of course, he's hanging out at a bar. Like three, three in the afternoon. Three in the afternoon. <laughs> it's full daylight out. Packed bar. Packed bar. This, we were talking about the same uh, <laughs> Patreon that you would find in the bar from over the top. Just truckers. Like nothing but uh, people on cutoff. Sleeveless flannels. Yeah, sleeveless flannels. Trucker, trucker hats. Yeah. Just like shady looking white trashy people and uh, and then there's like we we see a couple who are like in a suit and tie and like like nerdy white people yeah just white nerdy white people (laughs) and of course a couple of toughs are sitting next to them harassing them well yeah because they're there because they're checking this you gotta remember this is before gps so they're checking them they're lost and they're checking their map yeah so stop at this bar to look at their map oh that's right they had it out and everything and they're like let me help you with that map and then the guy squirts like ketchup on. <laughs> yeah, they're all cackling. And like you see, so like Cowboy's at the bar looking like he. Let me describe Cowboy for you. It's basically Anderson Cooper in a cowboy hat. Anderson Cooper in a cowboy hat. That's it. You know, he's like, and it's not like, and he's. It's like it's like J.R. Ewing Cowboy though. Cause he's wearing a suit. 
Yeah. But he's got the bolo tie, cowboy hat, and the cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. So he's classy, but still cowboy. Yeah. And he's just he's like uh, he's kind of I don't I'm not getting involved. Yeah, he's then, too he's too busy with his tequilas. He's right. got he he's ornery. He's got the whole system too, where you like drink the tequila, you salt your hand and the lemon. Right. Like he's, he's doing that whole uh, uh, little ritual. So he doesn't want to be bothered right yeah. now, but he is keeping an eye on the situation. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a little disgusted. Yeah. Tell. So then soldier shows up, and he's like, he's got to do something. He's a cop. Man. Yeah. He's like, man. I need something from you, cowboy. And cowboy's like, God, I don't want to get involved with you after the last time. We don't, we don't get to know about the last <laughs> no, time. They never yeah. clue us in. No, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of backstory. I, I want to see a cowboy movie because there's so much shit. Yeah, like, I need to know about this. Guy. I wonder if Anderson Cooper's up for that because I'm pretty sure the real cowboy's dead. But Anderson Minor Cooper, Mustaine is dead. Minor Mustaine. That was the, that was the name of the actress. Minor Mustaine. Oh my goodness! Okay. I don't think well. That, he might be like Anderson Cooper, prematurely gray. He could have been like forty in that movie, for all we know. Yeah, but I mean, he's a TV star, but still, Anderson Cooper's got like great skin and everything. Cowboy <laughs> looks like he's been drinking, you know. Well, he's a cowboy. A gallon out on the of whiskey. Yeah, good point. He's out in the sun. Sun's just destroying him. Anderson yeah, Cooper's so soldier. Up in the and he, I also got a vibe that soldier, and there's there's a little tension between cowboy and soldier. And I yeah, think there it's is because. He only comes to Cowboy when he needs shit. Exactly. He's not He's not really there for Cowboy. He always shows up and says, Cowboy, I need something from you. So he's like, Cowboy, you're a P.I. now. I need you to give me one of those temporary P.I. licenses. <laughs> temporary P.I. license, please. Which I don't know. Is th- maybe it is a thing. It sounds pretty fishy I think, to me. I think there is legitimately, like, if you want to get into uh, private investigation, you do have to, like, apprentice under somebody. But I don't think it's like, here's your license. Well, we, we need to ask our buddy Mike, who actually works at a private investigator. Yeah. We, we should have asked him earlier. We probably today. should have done our research since yeah. we just talked to him no more than an hour ago. Mike, you're if probably... if that's true, Mike, could you get us You're probably shaking your head right now. Mike, get us some temporary private investigators. Yeah, I just want to do some shit. And a camera. I yeah. want to really sleuth it up. <laughs> so, Cowboys, of course, like, all right. I'll help you out. I'll, I'll, and he's like, I'll, I'll work on it. He's kind of yeah. shaggy. And, of course, he's like, I got to take care of something first. And he turns over to look at the uh, the the poor white folk that were getting beat up by the truckers. Well, they're not getting beat up. They're just getting slapped around in a condom is put yeah. on the, the husband's head. They're pulling a, it's called pulling a hand, Howie Mandel. They put a, <laughs> pull a condom on his head. It doesn't blow it up, though. That would have been better. Right. <laughs> what, what ah, Crap. What, what What's that uh, old... Jewish writer actor guy that uh, did like uh, crap. I can't think of it, but they they made the husband of that group like that guy. Uh, no shit, idea. shit. I can't think of it. But he's just got the wimpiest like most. Yeah. Uh, oh God, I really wish I could have remembered his name. Uh, <laughs> but he's just like guys. Maybe maybe you should stop. Woody Allen. Is that who you're talking Woody about? Allen. Woody thank Allen. you. Okay. Maybe you should stop. And the wife's just like guys. I'm gonna beat your fucking ass. <laughs> The wife was great. She was standing up for them. And so, of course, they're like, we're going to keep fucking around with this nerd here and put the condom over his face and shit. And that's the last straw for yeah. Soldier. And Soldier finally just pulls a chair up at the table and just like, hey, guys, got room for a sixth? <laughs> great. Another great one-liner joke. I was cracking I, I I was dying. I had to pause the movie so I could laugh because I was like, I'm missing gold right now. And they're, of course, and like, then... fuck off, nerd. <laughs> And that's when that's jukebox is about to cut. Yeah, he just starts fucking cleaning house. Just 
Absolutely. And then there's there's this lady. one like woman who's with the goons, and she's like, "You wouldn't hit a lady, would you?" Yeah. No, he wouldn't. But he would throw the bitch through a window, which yeah. he does. That was probably the most creative <laughs> thing they did with this movie. Is like, you wouldn't hit a woman, would you? And then you just get the shot outside of the bar and a person being thrown through a window. <laughs> so great. he's making, he's like, it's no big deal to patrol. Oh, yeah. He just fucks everybody up. And this guy's like, the guy, the main creep is like, hey, well, I'm going to get my big brother on you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, really? And well, then this like big goony like seven foot dude comes out. He's like, I'm Boog. <laughs> I'm Boog. And, and he's course. like, sure you are. Another great line. Yeah, sure you are. And then so then <laughs> so then Lorenzo kicks him in the balls, which you should do when you're fighting a guy who's two feet taller than you. Yeah. And he's like clink. And then he tries to like yeah, he tries to like yeah, hit him in the leg. And, like, and you you're wearing clink. armor. <laughs> What is it? I think he says, like, I like to drink and I like to fight. <laughs> so he starts getting beat up at this time. They do the classic move where he gets thrown on the bar, slides right in front of Cowboy. Yeah, Cowboy's, like, grabs his shot before he can knock it over. So he's like, oh, God, good God. He's an alcohol-dependent cowboy, like he's most got, cowboys. He's got, he's got the DTs. He's shaking a little. Yeah. And so then Soldier's got the brilliant idea. I don't know where he gets these knives. Maybe from the bar. He, he fi- no, he gets knocked down. And uh, one of the goons that was just sitting at his chair watching very kindly had them in his, like, boot. Like, oh. tucked boot, a couple boot knives. Boot not knives. not technically my boot knife. Huh. But, yeah, he got a couple knives tucked in his boot, so he popped them out because he saw oh. them. He's like, fuck yeah! <laughs> Sticks them in goddamn Boog's feet. And fortunately for him, Boog's feet were not armored. And the guy, he can't bend over, so he can't he can't get the <laughs> knives out. He's just like... Kind of leaning over and just like swiping his arms, like just very bluntly. Well, like maybe because of the armor, he can't move. As much. That's a good point. Yeah. I didn't even think about the flexibility uh, issues yeah. with all that goddamn armor on. Yeah. Oh, thank so, you for clarifying. So then I don't, I don't remember. Soldier kicked his ass. I know that, but did he do it in any spectacular way? Or? Well, of course they they started fucking around with him. Like cowboy goes and grabs a chair and uh, slides it in behind Bug and. Lorenzo pushes him into the chair, and he's still just sitting there, like uh, uh, trying to get the <laughs> knives out. Uh, they they don't really get to anything interesting after that. They just cowboys just like, hey man, yeah, I'll help you out. So I guess I guess that's how you win cowboy over. He just right. beats some well, ass, yeah, you, and exactly, you, um, you, you got to earn his respect. But um, you know, after that, you, all that. Ass beating, you know, you gotta kind of chill out a little bit. You gotta relax. So, of course, we get a scene of uh, Lorenzo meeting up with his lady friend, and it was he goes into like an antique store and he starts like fucking around with shit. It's hilarious! And, oh my oh god. god! Oh god! He was you, just totally making a fool of this guy, this snotty guy that's yeah. working there, snob. That's a Victorian desk, and he's just like. Oh wow! Do you think it'll hold my uh, vice vice uh, grip? I, yeah, I I'm trying to think I of think tools. It's just a vice. And, yeah, it's yeah a vice. just a vice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then he finally is like, "Oh, Vivian told me about you." No, Hildy. Vivian's Hildy. a girl that got kidnapped. Oh shit! Hildy's his girlfriend. Hildy, and she's kind of she's kind of. I'm n- I'm not used to her name because he doesn't call it out while they're banging. She calls right. out his name while they're oh. banging. So she's like, you can tell they're kind of opposite tracks. She's like the rich girl, and he's like the gruff from the mean side of the streets guy. Yeah. So that's how, but they get along. They love each other. 
Right. And uh, so, you know, we get we get some scenes of just him, you know, telling her, like, I'm going to keep it warm because I'm going to get to you later tonight. <laughs> little and, little pillow talk. Yeah. And so he's basically taking on this case. So he's going out. He's gathering a little evidence. He's got his PI license now, his assistant <laughs> PI license or whatever yeah, the just, fuck it was. He's a temporary PI um, license. And while he's sitting in getting the getting the evidence from a cop, like he gets a call from um, Vivian's mom, and yeah. she's like, "Her daughter's missing." Oh, okay, I'll be right there. So she, she said, "I he, I saw it was a moving truck that yeah. took her away with yeah. a star on the side." So so immediately you're thinking the motorcycle gang's back, right? And they abducted her again, right? And by just by luck, he just happens to drive in his Jeep right by this moving truck. It's right on the parked on the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, huh. Well, I don't know, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tie a rope around the end of it. I'm not gonna knock on it or see what's going on. I'm just gonna tie a rope around the back of the door and rip the door off. He's got like that sweet Jeep Wrangler. Right. He's got all the doors well, yeah. ripped off. I guess if I had a winch in the front of my Jeep, I'd want to use it as much as possible. Too. It's a good point. I never thought about that. It's like, hey man, I have it. I'm gonna use it. So Right. You know, they the guy they're in there banging, so it's like they don't even care yeah, it's like about this, noises. It's like would you say like a like a homeless Hulk Hogan looking guy? It is very much a homeless Hulk Hogan. He's got he's got <laughs> he's like just, it's like he's just laying on top of this poor girl. Yeah. Like literally it's like <laughs> I like that he had a bed conveniently back there. They had like a little. Oh, it, cot. Was, it was like a couch because he was moving. Oh, okay, it was yeah, a couch. So it was a couch. Okay, and and he had some uh, one of those. I don't know what you call it, but they're like the pads, the padded like uh, blanket type things. Yeah, yeah, the movers blankets. Yeah, and so he's just laying on top where she's just staring off into space. Yeah, because she's still going through that problem where it's just like as soon as a man shows up, she's just. That PTSD of hers. Well, she's just, just been she's brainwashed just con- by yeah, this filthy fucking She's bikers. just conditioned to do this. Right. So, so uh, Lorenzo's got the door down now, and he's walking in, and he's like, can hey, you kindly hey, dismount? Yeah. <laughs> Another great joke. I mean, some serious shit's happening, but they're just like, can you dismount, hey, please? <laughs> That's gotcha, huh? <laughs> hey. Laughter is the best medicine. Oh my god! (laughs) All right. So, guy gets up, uh, Chunky Hogan, (laughs) stark ass naked. He's like, "Could you mind putting some underwear on? You're not my side." He's like trying. Lorenzo's trying to explain, like, she's got a condition, man. Seriously, like, this isn't cool. She's been through a lot of shit. Yeah. He's like, bro. I don't know. I'm not through with her, so she hasn't been through enough <laughs> shit yet. And he's like, "Okay, that's enough. Kindly step outside." He's like, he's like "Bro, I didn't, I didn't do anything. Right? She came on to me. Right? Classic so, creep line. Yeah. So Lorenzo, of course, is just like, "Okay, we're done here. We're stepping outside." And the guy's like, "Let's do this." <laughs> so of course, he starts walking. out. Lorenzo's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're not my type. Put on some underwear." <laughs> <laughs> the guy's kind enough to put on some underwear. Kind enough, and then yeah. Lawrence was beats the shit out of some karate kids. Fucking roundhouses them. Just roundhouse the fuck out of them. It just took one. So he goes back over to to Vivian and he's like, Alright, let's go. And she starts pulling down the sheets. And she's like, Aren't you gonna fuck me? And he's like, No. And his softest, <laughs> most sincere talked about it was in soap operas, you know? His soap opera voice just No, I would never do that. And she, yeah. immediately, you see it snap in her brain, like, what have I been doing? And so he just uh, got to go ahead and just deliver her back home. Yep. Just fucking save the day. He's so awesome. 
And so uh, is this where we had? Isn't it? Is this strip club do, after this? Yeah. So before we get to that, though, we saved this girl. So of course he was going to meet up oh, with his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're going to enjoy some ribs, which you pointed out. You think that? Uh, I think they were Murray ribs. They think they were Murray ribs. I think he said Murray's makes the best ribs. Murray's makes the best ribs. I never had your your ribs. Speaking of ribs, what'd you have for dinner last night, dude? What I have for dinner? I had some what? chicken. You had chicken. You remember what you had? Yeah, I ate chicken. Oh, okay. Thought I was gonna get you this week. <laughs> you were prepared. You've probably Got been. You, uh, what's that? Got you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, uh, so As you mock my early dementia that I'm getting. We get some really fucking classy sex scenes, though. Like they very eat those skinamax. They very eat those soft focus. Yeah. Very well well lit. You know, he finishes up the last rip, throws the bone. She's like, aren't you going to spare that bone? And he's like, I'm sparing this bone for you. Well, yeah, but she's wearing like a crazy like Michael Jackson outfit with a bunch of zippers yeah, on it. Yeah, that's right. And oh, he can't get shit. her naked. He's, he's, like, he's trying so hard to get to the goods, yeah. and she's just like, <laughs> just having fun with it. Some good foreplay. Yeah. You know, Lorenzo's a very soft man. He's like, so foreplay's a, a must. So, yeah, we get to the Skinamax, the nice lighting, the nice music. The only time to have decent music in this movie. Um, and you just see him plowing, just straight up plowing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In a romantic way. In a romantic way. Yeah. So, let's and see. fade out. Yeah. And, of course, next morning, she's already gone. Got a knock at the door. Oh, yeah. Fucking cowboy. He's got, he's got some info. Right. He's he's like, like, well, first, he's like, what took you so long? I could have taken a shit. Well, look how long I've been waiting. <laughs> Cowboy's he doesn't mince words. Cowboys are straight to the point. Yeah, he's fucking... He's like, I got your goddamn temporary PI license here. Oh, shit. So that's when he gets his... Yes. Oh, man. How did he even get the evidence? I guess it was his buddy. <laughs> we uh, we did talk about how all these action heroes, like every cop around him loves them. So, of course, <laughs> he found the one cop that was enamored by him. Yeah, like, he's like, I could get in trouble for this. Yeah. Let me give you everything we have here. <laughs> Just take it out of the building. Do whatever you want with it. Ruin it. This could matter. ruin my career, but you're awesome. You're Just so awesome. And you're totally reckless, and you, you could totally fuck up my career. Could you show me that roundhouse again? I just really want to see. <laughs> God damn. So, of course, he finds out about Bam Bam. Yeah, Goose. well, he, well he, I thought he found out about Franny. As girl, yeah, his, yeah, you're right. He, fi- he finds out about... Uh, I don't know. What was her connection? I don't even remember what her connection was. I think it was just she was involved with the motorcycle gang. Okay. Like I, the motorcycle gang ran that bar. Yeah, because she left Bam Bam. Yeah, Bam so Bam like to Goose. like to get Goose around is the with characters. Her. Name. So yeah, so they go to this really sad uh, strip club. Middle of the day, and the as because that's everybody does their nightlife in the middle of the day. Yeah, in Snake <laughs> and the, has one of the orneriest if that's orneriest bartenders ever oh man he's even got like the white shirt and bow tie on i it's... think he had no sleeves didn't he i think he had i think he was had... oh, no no who did soldier did he was rocking a button-down shirt with the sleeves cut off oh yeah he had a lot of classy looks in this <laughs> yeah. well he's going to a strip club that's probably his classy for now yeah the dew drop was uh, the, uh, the he's going to the strip club at three in the afternoon which yeah, always has the best strippers at three, yeah three in the afternoon and it was packed yeah well it was packed what the fuck is with, going on with bars in this movie at 3 <laughs> o'clock guess, in the afternoon? I guess there's not a lot of jobs. Maybe it's just like people that spend all yeah. the day in the bar. So he's hanging out, chilling. He gets his $5 beer. 
Completely and, disgusted by it. Well, he's like, uh, "Can I get? Can is Franny working here? Maybe. And he has to give some more money. And yeah, like, she's right there on the stage. And then there's like some middle aged woman stripping. Had to slip stage. in some more tits in this movie because yeah. there wasn't enough already. Right. And, uh, and then in the background we see Goose, who's a member of the gang, played by pro wrestler Bam Bam Bigelow. Fucking Bam Bam. So if you're not familiar with Bam Bam, he's basically like a 400 pound guy. With like flames tattooed on his head, <laughs> so, he, so he looks he looks the part. He looks like a biker. Yeah, and and he's just chilling with some other with his other biker buddies. So Franny, who's the stripper, gets off, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I can you help me out here?" I don't even remember. What they have some called. more hijinks with the bartender, and he comes over. Hey, maybe you should buy her a drink. <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, grab a beer." And he's like, "She drinks champagne." <laughs> And, of course, Lorenzo is just, like, looks at her and is like, you're telling me that... Yeah. This three in the afternoon stripper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Day just shift stripper. Totally just fucking disses her to her face, but she's <laughs> but unfortunately what? too dumb to recognize the burn. What? He's Lorenzo Lavis. He can get away with that shit. Yeah, that's he, true. He had, I think he had a little petroleum jelly going on. He, he had the peck jelly, but then he also like <laughs> winked at her, and she was like, oh, shit. Oh, he got the vapors. A, a beer will do. <laughs> so he's got her drinking the beer, and they're just chatting up. And, and then this is where Bam Bam Goose yeah. goes, hey, Franny, uh, what are you doing talking to my old lady? Fucking Bam Bam. And then, so he's like, let's take it outside. Yeah, like they, he just starts starting shit with Bam Bam, and he's like telling him, uh, you know, giving him all the the the, the news because he's Lorenzo Lamas. He can fuck with anybody; It doesn't matter. He beats anybody's ass. He's yes. a snake eater. Right. So uh, he, he tells. Then, so Bam Bam goes before I kick your ass. I gotta go take a leak. This is foreshadowing for something later on. Yeah. He's like, I gotta go take a leak. So he goes, walks away, and starts pissing. Yeah. Meanwhile, soldier jumps in his jeep. Comes back. Well, yeah, he comes he, back. He's like, I'm uncomfortable watching you pee. <laughs> so he's like, I'm just going to go around the corner here. He, like, notices his bike. Sure thing. As he's walking around the corner, he's like, you don't run off because I'll find you. And he's like, oh, I'm not running off. Goes, hops in his fucking Jeep. Runs over. Does he run over the? He uh, runs over the motorcycle. And then he, he almost runs over Bam Bam. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I thought we were fighting fair. Because uh, as Bam Bam approaches him in the in his fucking sweet-ass Jeep Wrangler with no doors, <laughs> fucking pulls a shotgun on him. Right. And then he, he shoots Bam Bam in the foot. And he's just, he's like, you're going to give me some information here, big guy. So he's get he's got a hard interrogation style. <laughs> I should say so, shooting someone in the foot. Uh, yeah. And um, so we're going we're gonna to find out. That because uh, he puts a call in, and we're gonna finally see Hell's Fury and uh, their leader. Yeah, the leader Turk, mm. or should we say Kid Turk? Kid fucking Rock is in this movie. <laughs> yes, and he's got the guy from Poison Thing. What's that guy's name? If, uh, Michael or Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. Yeah, he's got that Brett Michaels thing where he's always covering his head because well, he's actually bald. Th- let's let's describe Turk if. This is how much of a scumbag Turk is. He's just a slightly less greasier version of Kid Rock. Uh-huh. Like, that's how fucking disgusting this guy Never is. Never wearing a shirt. 
He's got like the ponytail. He's got going the ponytail. On. He's very thin up uh, in the mid. Looks head just section. like Kid Rock. It it, it really does. <laughs> it's maybe startling. it is Kid Rock. I don't know. It might. What was Kid Rock be. doing in like '94? I don't know. Uh, I think he was still. No, I he think still uh, had the high top fade look. I was gonna say the high top <laughs> fade look, which also reminds me of Warriors of the Wasteland. <laughs> Should have pulled that one out when we were talking about it. But, um, so yeah, so so Goose like warns them because they live in this like filthy shack out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, they're on to you." And he's like, "I don't give a shit. That, that Vivian's a fucking vegetable, and this cop will kill his ass." Right. And he's like, "All right, I was just warning you, shit." So now that um, now that uh, Lorenzo's endangered this stripper, you know, he goes back in after fucking with Bam Bam, and he, he tells the stripper, like, yeah, you're going to have to lay low for a while, because I kind of fuck shit up for you. And, but you can't come to my place. Yeah. All so right. he takes her, Lorenzo takes her to his girlfriend's place. Right, it's logical. And he's just like, hey, it's no big deal. It'll be fun for you yeah, guys. Yeah, this is some stripper I've never met before, or you have. And, of course, his girlfriend's like, I was feeling sexy. Like, we were going to fuck tonight, and now you got this stranger <laughs> in my house? So he's like, hey, come to my place. We'll leave the stranger in your house. By yourself, go back like to... A, like a stranger who hangs out with bikers. We're going to leave her in your house. And she's rich. And she has a lot of fucking valuable shit at her house. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we can trust her. She'll cl- You know what? I'll pay her $40 a day to clean your house. $40 a day. <laughs> An immaculate house already. There's nothing to clean. <laughs> yeah. So they leave her. They go back to his place. And they just fuck nonstop. <laughs> well, I take a break. To have a, a Sunday in bed. And I yeah. Sunday. And she's like, I got to go somewhere. And he's like... She was like, give me one, or, yeah, and he's like, no, you can't leave, and she's like, give me one reason I should stay, and he pulls up the sheet, uh. looks down at the old Lorenzo dong, <laughs> like, is that enough? <laughs> That's enough. And then they just put the, <laughs> the rest of the Sunday on the side table, and yep. go back to fucking. Go back to plowing, and of course... They, I forget what they cut to. They cut to something else, and then they cut back to them still plowing. I don't remember that. Yeah, and, uh... He sits up for a minute, like, whew. Of course, he's already got, like, shorts on, and she's got, like, some lingerie on or something. And they they make some baseball reference. Oh, you ready for the seventh? Or I'm just taking my seventh <laughs> inning stretch. And then a phone rings. Uh, Ring. Got to answer this. Could be important. I'm on a case. I'm a PI assistant or whatever. Temporary PI. And so I was like, hey, what are you up to? And he's just like, um... Well, I was having around a baseball or so. He makes another baseball <laughs> reference. Oh, is this? Oh, we only cut to. We just totally forgot a major yeah. play. Oh no, we no, we didn't. Just go ahead and do All it. Right. Okay, we'll pretend like so we did. So while it. they're banging, <laughs> meanwhile we go back to Franny at Hildy's house. Yeah, she's already looking classier now. Little did Soldier know, but the bikers followed Lorenzo to Hildy's place. He ain't so got no kn- samurai sense, so they know Franny's there. So they send Bam Bam over. Yeah. She's like, hey, Franny, let me in. I just want to talk. And she's like, I don't know about that, Goose. I don't want to trust you. So she no. goes up. She's looking through the peephole. Yeah. And then, bam, he just shoots her right through the door. You mean Bam Bam. Bam. Bam Bam. bam. You should have said that. That yeah. would have been funny. Well, <laughs> And then, <laughs> so, so, and then he puts his head through the hole in the yeah. door. She's all shot up now, and he puts his head through the. And of course, he's got a great laugh in this movie. It's just, <laughs> I don't remember what it sounds like. And then he goes on second thought. 
And then he, he I hightails. don't feel like talking. Hightails it out of there with his, shot, with his shot foot. So the call that he was taking was the cops telling him, hey, you, you know, this girl's. You got a dead stripper in yeah, your house. And your girlfriend's house. So he's got to pop out and deal with that. And, you know, of course, the cops are like already there on the scene and they're giving him shit because they, the, they do a classic uh, movie scene where you see the dead body and the soldier like seals up the body bag yeah like, there's a close-up of the face and you're like yeah. oh that's franny and then they close it up and then so the cops it's one of the cops that's jealous of uh lorenzo yeah. So Durkey. The, yeah turkey that was his name was Durkey. oh my god that's <laughs> that's rough <laughs> So, so that's why Lorenzo and Cowboy hate the guys so much. Is as if it wasn't obvious because enough Cowboy that, wheels up too. Yeah, Cowboy's like, there as well, <laughs> and so they're both you know dealing with this shitty cop who's giving them attitude, and they're like telling the cop he's an impotent piece of shit, and Cowboy gives him some grief too. I don't remember the lines <laughs> they use, but you can imagine they're fucking amazing. Um, so now you got Lorenzo pissed. And he's he's telling Cowboy, like, do you know where this fucker lives? And he's like, I know where that fucker lives. Like, I used to be buds with him. And you're like, you used to be buds with him? Which, once again, a lot of backstory. We don't know about Cowboy. Yeah, Cowboy's got a past to him. Yeah, he's got a dark past. So we're going to hit on one of the great... This is why you watch Snake Eater. This man is MacGyver meets, like... Fucking uh. <laughs> Lethal Weapon Mel Gibson, sure. He's MacGyver of the toilet is what he is. Yeah. Every, and I don't I, I don't remember the first one. But Neither do I. But the second one and the third one have toilet traps. Mm-hmm. That's what the Snake Eater movies are known for. So they're that's where you is, suspe- That's where you drop your guard. Right, like you exactly. get your dick out or you, you know. You, well, if you got a shit, that's all you're thinking about. You know? Yeah. You're not thinking about somebody coming to get you. You're not thinking about booby traps at that moment. Right. So he sneaks into Bam Bam's house, fucking this filthy. Like whoever did the, the set design for this movie did a great Nailed job. This it. is like the filthiest fucking bike. I can totally imagine a biker living yeah. in this house. It's a run down, shit tracked house. And the bathroom's covered in pornography. All the walls have like centerfolds yep. and porno pictures. We needed to squeeze some more boobs in there, man. <laughs> Somehow, any way we could. Any way we could. And so then, so Lorenzo, Jerry Riggs is kind of. I don't even know how he does. He, I, I, I lost track. It's it was, like some wires. They don't show <laughs> what's condu- like creating this much electricity. No, it, they do. It's connected to the the electrical box outside. Oh, okay. <laughs> but cool. I don't know how he does that. And then but, it's just like tin foil. Yeah, tin foil. He puts tin foil on the floor, right? Yeah, underneath the bathroom mat. Okay. So, so if you ever want to kill somebody. <laughs> Just a couple of leads <laughs> attached to tinfoil under a bathroom mat. So you put, yeah, and you put you, the you got wire, a dead like, goose. you wedge it in between the uh, toilet seat and the toilet. Yeah. And then, then he, he gets out of there. And then, so then Goose come Goose, bam, bam, comes home. Uh, which, well, Cowboy shows up with, with a six-pack. He's like, yep. hey, Goose, I got these beers. Uh, you want to share them with me? He's like, I thought you were one of those P.I. guys. I hear you've been getting into that P.I. stuff. I, I don't want anything. I got cold ones. <laughs> hey, come on in, man. I didn't think he was so desperate for beer, but fuck it, yeah, you know? Free beer is free beer. So, yeah, they're going to they're gonna chill out. You know, they got the tower of beers going, and they're, he's trying to get him to pee. Right. That's Cowboy's motive here. He's right. trying to get him to pee. 
And they're just catching up, having a great old time. Cowboy's a little antsy, though. So, so this is where we get a call back from earlier at the titty bar where he's always peeing. He, Bam Bam is this little uh, nugget. He's like, you know, when I was getting my foot fixed from getting shot, the doctors gave me these pills for my peeing problem. And then fucking, you can see Cowboy's like, oh, shit. You know, he's yeah. like, I'm, I got to fucking piss and I can't piss. Yeah, Cowboy's got to piss real bad, but he knows about the trap. So he's like, I can't. So you're like, what are they going to do? And then all of a sudden, it's all forgot. And like, he's like, well, anyway, I got to go yeah. pee. He's like, I'm going to go get some shots. <laughs> but first, I'm going to pee. <laughs> Five seconds after he just said, I don't have to pee thanks to these pills. I have to go pee before I get these shots. So... He fucking goes into the bathroom, you get the 4th of fucking July, just <laughs> sparks flying everywhere. Cowboy shoots out the door. He's pissing. Lorenzo crumbs around the corner. Oh, boy. We got us a... Oh, no. What is he? He says, there's more than one way to cook a goose. <laughs> God damn these jokes. Oh, God. Jerry Seinfeld's turning over in his grave right now. He's not dead yet. He's not dead yet? Yet. Oh, boy. My bad, Mr. Seinfeld. So we got our revenge on Bam Bam. Yeah, we got our revenge on Bam Bam, man. We also what learned, else we got? <laughs> we also learned that Bam Bam's got a giant-ass brick cell phone on his bike. Yeah. With a number written on it for some reason. Exactly. That's I their mean, next lead. These aren't good detectives, <laughs> so they need something like that to stand out for them. So, they, so Lorenzo hightails it back to his apartment, chilling with Hildy. Yeah. And he notices, he looks outside the window, and there's these bikers standing there. Yep. I think I don't know what the point of this scene was outside of more people dying. Just intimidating, and yeah, they needed to get a few more clues, so they had to send the, the, the biker game. So they, we could just call the cops. The cops aren't going to do anything. They're just going to tell them to leave, and they're going to yeah. come back. Lorenzo, Lorenzo knows that the jerk cops are going to show up and be like, oh, you guys want to get them? Well, you can have a couple free <laughs> shots. We'll look the other way. <laughs> So, and since Lorenzo knows what they're going to do, he still puts Tildy in danger by going, come on with me. Let's go outside. Yeah. Well, she also was like, I'm not staying in here, which <laughs> I, I would. I would. You would? Mm. Well, why would you go out where the bikers are? Yeah, good point. So this is like this is just a weird scene because they're like, all right, I was going to walk down. And then as soon as they start walking down the sidewalk, a biker, another biker comes out. And they're like, oh, let's turn around. And they walk the other way. And then the other bikers come. And then this, all hell breaks loose, and yeah. there's, like, there's a gunfight. Lorenzo's just fucking, he, he's quick draw McGraw over here. He just fucking guns them both down. And he's got a person behind him and in front of him with a gun, and he kills both of them before they can even get their gun right. out of their holsters. And, and at the same time, Cowboy just happens to be in town, so he just hightails it Yeah, out. He stops these other two bikers. Yeah, there's a couple more bikers across the street. He can't wait to street. kill a motherfucker. That's, uh, Cowboy only became a P.I. so he can murder people. Yeah, I didn't think that's what P.I.s did, but yeah, he yeah. that's what he does. And he's just like, I want to kill him. He's like, no. Let them go. Send a mess. I guess send a message to Turk. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But, but, he, but he does shoot one of them in the ear. Shoot someone in the he, ear. He's got to get at least some bloodshed. And then they go, they shot one guy in the gut, so they go talk to him. Like, you're going to fucking die. Gut shot's the worst. Yeah, kind of you could ever you know, shot you could ever get. He's like, and he's like, "Tell us where Turk is, right?" And th- why does he tell him? I mean, he's gonna die. Did they did they mercy kill him or some shit like that? No, they left him there. They didn't, <laughs> so they didn't like, help I'm him out die. at all. Okay, I'll tell you. So you get another shot of the cops calling Lorenzo. They're like, "Hey, a couple people died in front of your house. That's pretty weird." And he's like, 
I don't know what you're talking about. I was at my girlfriend's house the other night, banging her for eight hours. We only had a Sunday in between. <laughs> and the cop's just like, fuck you. I know you killed them. But he's just going to breeze right out of there. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry, man. <laughs> Chills back his hair. <laughs> they, don't, they don't take his gun or anything like for ballistics. They're like, all right, we believe you. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It's it's that like mad jealousy respect where they're just like God we need them out there murdering people because only we, I had the balls to kill people exactly if only I had the balls to kill those biker kings so cowboys got to show up and be like hey I traced the numbers on that phone he's like how yeah. does cow- how does cowboy know how to do this kind of <laughs> he's shit a pi Wait, no so he's, this is he's a murderer well <laughs> he's not pi he's so a murderer he goes there were six calls. Three to that pizza place that Bam Bam loves so much. Oh, that pizza place, man. And he's like, two, I to could this, go on all day. two to this fucking, I don't know, other place. And oh, then. Two, two to do the dew drop titty bar. And one that totally stands out like a horse's dick. A horse's because dick. Because apparently Cowboy loves making metaphors relating to animal genitalia. Right. He does it a couple more times in this movie. This is the first time. It's like, this stands out like a horse's dick. It's this like real estate place in this the city like a hundred miles from here. Yeah, like, ooh, that sounds like a great lead. It's a little podunk town too. Yeah, so we should check this out there. So, so so they drive up there, and they stop. They talk to the guy, the real estate guy, and he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." You know, he's like, "Well, we found this this giant ass brick phone with Bam Bam." And they're like, "I I don't hire bikers. What are you talking about?" Right. And he's just, he's like, "Well, okay, well." We're going to have to stay the night. Do you know a place we could stay? He's like, oh, yeah, there's this motel right down the street. Right. And then he leaves, and then you can tell this fucking scumbag real estate guy's in cahoots with the Hell's Furies. He's a weasel, man. So you he, could tell the whole time. Right. And you could tell that they could tell. Right. But they're just playing along. They're playing the fool. Yeah. So they go They go to this so, hotel. So, yeah, so the real estate guy calls Turk. He's like, hey, man, these guys are looking for you. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we'll take care of it. Yeah. Oh, did you sell him, send him to the hotel? I sent them to the hotel. <laughs> so, of course, they're going to go in the hotel. They're just this chilling is, this there. This is my favorite scene of the movie. Of course so, it is. So they're chilling. So it's a cowboy. He's just, of course, when you're, you're, you're with your buddy at the hotel, he's just just in his tidy whiteies, just chilling out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hanging out. Lorenzo's covered. The only time in the movie Lorenzo's covered. Yeah, he's got like, well, he's got, he's got like a, Boxers in like a t-shirt. He's a split. And they're, they're just like hanging out. And then there's this little, little more comedy. So we got in more comedy. There's these people in the room next door playing this like game show. It's super loud. Yeah. And Cowboy's like, knock it off. And they're like, all right, we're leaving. And then they just take off. You know, I hope, you, I hope you're happy now. I'm like, I am, girl. I'm an yeah. angry cowboy. <laughs> so then they decide to get some shut eyes. So they turn off the lights. And this is right where the bikers show up. And uh, Kid Rock's leading the way, and he's going to light the first miles of cocktail. Right, well, first, they use their Uzi, and they shoot out the yeah, window. Yeah, they start shooting out the windows and shit. And, and, then, and then, well, one guy walks up, Moose. The yeah. biker walks up, and they just fucking... Cowboy just puts on his cowboy boots, so he's just rocking the tidy whities in the cowboy boots, and just, like, fucking shoots him. Yeah. And so Moose dies, and then they start throwing... They're like, fuck. They start, they start throwing Molotov cocktails at these guys, so they're throwing the Molotovs. And so, fortunately, Cowboy gets his boots, but the rest of his clothes get caught on fire. He's just stuck in the tidy. He has cowboy hat, his tidy whiteies, and his boots. I love that there was a moment where he tells Cowboy, Lorenzo tells Cowboy, cover me. <laughs> and he's doing, he starts, uh, he's, because 
they've got fire coming at them. They can't run out the door because they've got people standing there with guns. Right. So they need to figure out another way. Well, they have a room adjacent to them. so We just learned that these are very paper-thin walls. Yeah. That was another foreshadowing, the game show, people. Yeah. So, so. I, I just got to mention that, like, so he says, cover me. I'm going to bust this wall open. He runs in front of Cowboy. He's standing directly in front of Cowboy, who's supposed to be covering him. <laughs> oh, I didn't remember that. Uh, it was amazing. I was like, oh, that's a, that's a good way to get covered. So he he gets a hole in that wall. Yeah, for, and fortunately, he gets clothed. Cowboy's still stuck in his arms. Yeah. <laughs> and so you get that, that nice behind-the-camera <laughs> shot of Cowboy going through the hole in the wall. <laughs> just get right up his butt there. Yeah. Because this is these are like all movies. These are uh, movie walls have no wiring through them, no insulation, and nothing, no studs. It's None. Just, it's just floating drywall. It's levitating drywall. So they just break this huge hole in the wall, go through it. Fortunately, the people who left left their clothes. So cowboy puts on this sweet like <laughs> turquoise tank top and some striped. Uh, it, it's some Will Smith shit. <laughs> Like, early 90s Will Smith stuff. It's like bright-ass. Cowboy does not belong in those clothes, but, man, does he he, he rocks it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll probably be, one of the pictures I put up on Twitter will probably be Cowboy in his turquoise. I would out. advise against the taint picture because I feel like that'll get us flagged. No, Twitter's totally cool. It's Facebook. Oh, Twitter's cool with that? I can show people being murdered on Twitter, and they don't give it. <laughs> so and they cool. say freedom of speech is right. dead. Yeah. <laughs> So they escape. They they get out. They sh- well, they they don't they kill some of the the uh, bikers, but Turk gets away. Yeah, and they notice they see a, a car that Weasley has real estate guys in the car. So right, that motherfucker sold us out. And like any other movie plot convenience, the course like, well, it's on fire. Our job here is done. Let's <laughs> let's get out of here. And, but yeah, they they walk out the front door and catch that. They catch well, another because car. Of course, for some reason, the guy goes back to his business. He doesn't go back home. He, goes he doesn't have business. a home. He's oh. a shit lawyer. So, like, he his wife and kids are gone, man. You didn't get that subtext? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. You didn't see like the background picture where he had a big X over his wife's <laughs> no, face. I didn't see that? I missed that. Okay. Well, I had a really grainy like uh, YouTube video. Oh man, we watched watching. the same one. Oh, I just I have see. that. I have that eagle you have eye. That eye. I have that eye for detail. So they decide, hey, let's throw throw kill this guy. Yeah. That's how they're gonna like get the info out. They're like, "Hey, yeah. just chop this guy they, up with this fucking giant knife." They bust back in the lawyer's house and they're fucking him up. And, and the cowboy's uh, like, "I'm I'm all for that. Let's yeah. torture this motherfucker." I've been waiting to kill somebody since last night. So it's kind of like Lorenzo. I think is like just using as a tactic. I think Cowboy really wanted to thrill kill this guy. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of bummed out. They don't because they get what they want out of them. They're like, they live in the, the, the you want look for these bikers in this shack out in like a rock quarry. Yeah. How, how, what do those directions even look like? <laughs> like, hey, uh, go up the freeway 45 miles. And it, it was it's off a of swamp road, I think. Is what swamp road. <laughs> <laughs> That's where their other shitty business is. Oh, my God. Swamp road. Yeah. Go up Swamp Road. So they go to the, like, the shitty biker shack where everyone pees outside because apparently they don't have plumbing in this shack. <laughs> they do have electricity. They don't have plumbing. Nobody in the Hell's Fury pees in a bathroom. Well, I, I, because I, when you do, you get fucking electrocuted. <laughs> they heard word. Oh, that's right. Because this is... They, I always thought they were smart in territory, but you think they were like they learned a lot. They lesson. heard about uh, Lorenzo Lamas from the, first mo- or the second movie when he electrocuted somebody. Well, I don't did. know if they found out about Goose or not, but maybe they did. But they've been peeing outside before Goose died. I think they heard about it from the second snake eater. Oh. And they were just like, makes sense. 
I, I believe that Kid Rock is a uh, conspiracy theorist. I believe he's like toothpastes turning, you know, people into fluoride zombies. So I don't know what that, a fluoride zombie would be. <laughs> I don't know either. But they have great teeth. Yeah. The, oh, mm, mm. <laughs> so Busey teeth. <laughs> so we cut to the biker uh, compound and we and got on the outside oh wait 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 wait, because, wait, wait, yeah. wait 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 yeah we missed the greatest scene and it's also a scene another scene that links all these movies together the getting ready to fuck shit up scene yeah man you forgot about that because of well, course well you did too yeah it's a good I don't point know why you're I was following bus. your lead <laughs> okay there. throw me under the bus okay you can I'll throw you under the bus along with me. Okay. So we have this in every Snake Eater movie, too. He pulls out this, like, trunk. Of course, in a hidden partition in his wall. Opens it up. There's a T-shirt to Snake Eater from the Snake Eater reunion they had. Because I don't know why they would have T-shirts, but apparently their their branding is a big thing with the Snake Eater. And, of course, he's got no shirt on. You're just seeing his sweet tats, his muscles. This coated petroleum jelly. Yeah, why did you grease yourself before this scene? Your shirt's going to stick to you, dog. Because it great, though. Yeah, that's true. It's all about how he looks. Intimidation. He's going to bust that compound. Like his father said on the Billy Crystal sketch, it's better to look good than to feel good. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, so you see him like... And it looks like he had, like, two guns and just a bunch of bullets. It wasn't even, like, an impressive, like... Most of his shit in that was just, like, bandoliers of bullets and shit. <laughs> That's really all there was in there. There wasn't anything cool. This was the saddest load-up scene ever. Like... Yeah, there was no bazookas. No like, bazookas to be seen. Yeah, it was bad. It was a bad scene. <laughs> But it, that's 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 one the one thing that connects Snake Eater. He always has that scene before he goes to kick ass. He pulls out the trunk. He's got to get the shirt out. So a little okay. We're gonna go back to where we were. So they're outside casing the place. Cowboy's still wearing that sad turquoise tank top. It's not and, feeling it. Vivian's and, been kidnapped by Kid Rock again yeah. to add like more to this fight. So they can't which, just blow which, it off. Which made no sense because Kid Rock was like, who gives a shit about Vivian's yeah. vegetable? And now he has to have her. For yeah. Some reason. It's fucked up that he's like, no, I got to get her back. And of course, you get some more tits. You get to see them like in their compound just having a good time. They got all this nice art pieces. They got some real like avant garde shit in there. Um, Nice Confederate flag hanging up there because Kid Rock's all like about Kid that. Kid Rock says the really most tasteful line of the movie. I spread them wide and I go for the ride. Oh, God. Hey, I didn't say it. Kid Rock did. Jesus That's Christ. one of his biggest hits. You know, they have a strip club under their control. Like, you think he could just, like, go in there and scoop Well, that's, up. How, that's how evil the guy is. He's evil as shit. That's why you want to see him die. So, but he also, Snake Eater also had some grenades in his little... Yeah, they show up in like a shitty uh, pickup truck. And uh, he's like, I got a plan. And sees all those bikes. He's got all these grenades. Where did he get those grenades from? He didn't have them in his fucking load-up trunk. But now he's got grenades. Yeah. And he's got some dental floss. Right. And he thinks a plan. It's like, all right, man, I'm going to get in there. I got a plan, Cowboy. I'm not going to tell you, but I have a plan. No, we don't need to work together here. We have a connection. That's their Samurai Six Sense. Mm. The cowboy and the llama. So he ties the dental floss to the pin on the grenade, and he ties another one to like the back wheel of the motorcycle. Yeah. So then, and then they start shooting the place up a little to get the guys riled up. Get them all out. riled up. He runs like 40 feet away. That's it. 
He doesn't run far. He's but, a snake eater. He knows what the proper distance. He, yeah. The guys don't walk out and shoot him or anything. They walk out and go, that motherfucker's 40 feet away. Hop on the motorcycles. <laughs> what the fuck? Love Walk when, over to him. I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah. This 18. Oh. <laughs> well, 18 doesn't murder people, but yeah. Well, they, well, if it wasn't on TV, they would have. Good point. So, yeah. So they start up their bikes. Wheel spin. Pull the pins out. Yeah. Boom. They all blow up. Half they, the gang yeah. is dead. They get like 10 feet. Grenades go off. Kid Rock's freaking out in there. Uh, and, of course, Cowboy has found a very useful instrument. Well, first he finds a pair of coveralls. So he oh, yeah, so he's, he's not in his fucking <laughs> shorts and tank top anymore. <laughs> he's like, you can't fight in his shorts and tank top. He, it was, he should have known that elbow drops drop much better in a tank top, but whatever. So, yeah, he, I don't know, all, all through watching this movie, I assume we were, like, in California. Maybe we're not, but he finds, for some reason, he finds a snowplow. Which is, of course, the perfect thing when you're going to take on a group of people with guns. The part that confused me, though, they don't... Like, I thought they were going to raise the the plow high enough so it, like, covered... I mean, they didn't need a seat. They were planning to just drive right into the Soldier building. Soldier cared more about that... Because they cared about a truck because that wasn't theirs. That's a good so point. So they didn't want it to get All they did was cook out the win- kick out the windshield. Right. So Lorenzo's driving it, Cowboy's behind, shooting his big old fucking yeah, he's like, 45. You drive, I'm the better shot. So he hops in the back. <laughs> That's not a good place to be when you're planning to fucking run over a building. Right. So they run right through the compound. Cowboy's immediately shot. Yeah. So you're like, shit, Cowboy's dead. Loren- Lorenzo's like recovering from a coma from the uh, running into a solid like cement brick building but it worked they killed a bunch of people the the gang yeah. looked like uh leonard skinner cover band i don't know what was going on they, they had, really like, did they that's a good that's a good <laughs> yeah that's a good poll the, the ones that didn't look like kid rock looked like they were playing in the leonard skinner cover band maybe 38, <laughs> maybe 38 special, I don't 38 know. special. <laughs> so i made a joke about them yesterday i like that that came back up so uh they're fucking i don't know they're just shooting each other it's just Guns are going off yeah. everywhere. Cowboy gets shot a couple times again in the arm. Yeah, for an 80-year-old man, he takes a bullet well. Well. And uh, Lorenzo finally, the, the face-off with Turk. And uh, Turk kind of kicks his ass. Yeah, he really does. Uh, would you say his name was Turk? Yeah, that's Kid Rock's uh, name. Yeah, I, I can only remember him as Kid Rock. Kid Turk. Kid Turk. Turd Ooh, Rock. I like that. Tur- Ooh, Turd Rock. Um. <laughs> So Turd Rock's got the advantage, and he's got the gun. He's got the higher ground. He's got it all. But Lorenzo has freed a certain woman from her mental you know, uh, well, distractions. Well, they forgot about her. She's Who cares? Yeah. And she's, so, she's nothing at the moment. So all, basically, I mean, Lorenzo's cowering behind mind shit this whole time. Yeah. And apparently there's this, like, modern art kind of piece hanging. Like, it's like a motorcycle, but it's like modern art, like hanging from the ceiling of this compound. And Lorenzo, for some reason, sits right under it. And Turk goes, I got you now, motherfucker. And he shoots oh, it. Oh, yeah. Not, and so the, the, the art piece falls on Lorenzo. Yeah. He's pinned down. Cowboy's out of commission. He's been shot three times. Yeah, he's taking a quick nap. And then and then Turk is standing over Lorenzo for a very long fucking time. I don't, it's like 10 minutes. He's standing over Have him. you heard my song, Ball with a Ball? <laughs> it's about my feelings and how I ball with the ball. 
So he's wasting a lot of time doing that. He, he go. I think he sings the entire Sabah with the bus. Song. He does. Uh, he's like, I don't have a guitar with me, but you can imagine what it sounds like. Which gives Vivian time to stab him through the throat with I don't know some kind of right as he's pulling debris. I don't know. You see his hand raise up to. All right, that was a great song, but now I'm ready to kill you. Yeah, hand raises up to Lorenzo's head with that gun, and then it starts trembling. And he can't pull the trigger. And you're like, what? You th- I, I merely thought Cowboy did it. Yeah. No, it was Vivian. Slow camera pans up to Kid Rock's just, shit. <laughs> He's got a knife through his neck. And he, and he collapses, and you see Vivian right behind him. Yeah, you had the nice, like, you had the focus on uh, 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 Turd Rock there. And then you had her blurred in the background, and that focuses on her. And you're like, oh, Vivian did it? What the fuck? Chivalry is a two-way dance, man. She was like, you help me, I'm going to help you. That's it. You wash mine back, I'll wash yours. So, as we know from every action movie, as soon as uh, the person dies or, you know, the case is closed or whatever, you're healed. Yeah, drama, gone. I mean, Lorenzo is so thrilled about it, he doesn't even give a shit about money anymore. They were offering him $5,000 to do this. Yeah, they, they take her back to the parents, and they're like... Well, I, I you know what I think it was because the dead plot checkbook, and that's kind of it's a pain in the ass to cash check. So he's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, five thousand dollars. How much would you? How much you'd like? Five thousand dollars? No, no. I'll just take some of those tomatoes you got growing yeah, in your garden. You see him just like look over his shoulder. Them tomatoes back there. Let me uh. Give me a bag of those. Give me a bag of those. That's that's and all. They're like very generous, <laughs> Mister Llamas. <laughs> Well, it was Soldier. It wasn't he, his character wasn't called Mr. Lamas. Okay. I substitute some things Mr. to Keller. remember him better. So he comes back with his bag of uh, tomatoes. Uh, totally. Cowboy's totally fucked up. He's like in the back of the Jeep. Fucking got like cast all this shit on him. He's, yeah. like, he's like, hey, did you get the money? He's like. He's got a sling. And he throws him. Oh. He's like, here's your share. Throws a tomato at him. He's like. Gee, thanks. This will cover my hospital bills. Fucking A, man. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, right off in right, the fucking sunset. Uh, yeah, right Boom. Off. Gone. Slam dunk. Saves the day. The, men, the, the girl comes up to him. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Jack Kelly. Thank you for saving me. Well, of course, little lady. I'm glad you're feeling better. She's like, I'm ready to go back to college. Doesn't matter. Like... She has cleanly wiped out the year and a half, two years out of her life. Doesn't matter to her anymore. It's like like vampire movie. You kill the head vampire, and then you're not a vampire anymore.H-yeah. That's a good way to explain act, like how how all the trauma of like yeah. action movie buildup cleans itself, like washes its own hands. It's just, right. yeah, you kill the lead vampire, and you're good. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Are we gonna be uh we gonna be getting any of that kind of shit next week? Next week, I can't fucking wait for next week. You know why, Griff? No, I don't. I don't know why. I forget. Because number one, we're gonna have a very special guest here. Per, yes, somebody we both know, a dear friend of ours, a dear friend friends. of well, I, I don't know if I go that far. A friend. Okay. Okay. Like an acquaintance. I don't know. I don't know. It's very. Uh, it's very. Weird, weird okay. relationship we have with this person. Is, but, uh, it, but, is it a Lorenzo Cowboy kind of relationship? A little bit. Okay. Okay. There's, there's a mutual respect. Okay. 
But we're, we're going to have... Uh, Are we going to have to beat some people up in a bar to get, his, so. uh, get them here? <laughs> Probably will. Okay. <laughs> so, we have a special guest, a genuine rock star. Mm. And that's all I'm going to say. That's called Ooh, a tease, Griff. That is a tease. He's going to be talking about his favorite movie and one of our favorite movies. I've never seen it, so shut up. Don't put words in my mouth. Well, when I tell you who stars in it, you will. Get back under the bus. <laughs> if I said it starred Chuck Norris and Steve James, would you say it's your favorite fucking movie now? I am excited for Steve James. I, I'm i kind of done with Chuck Norris right you, now. Well, but. hey, you, me, and nobody who listens to us. Everyone who listens to us fucking loves Chuck Norris. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's we give true. the people what they want occasionally. <laughs> and we're giving you what you want. We're doing Delta Force. The movie, I saw this movie in the theater. This movie will make... If you hate America, you'll love it after watching this movie. Fuck. All right. Well, I don't know how we top that, so let's go ahead and just leave everybody to it. All right. So tune in next week. Delta Force. Yeah. Thanks for listening last week. Thanks for listening this week. Go ahead and sign them off, dude. This is Tim Murray saying keep it warm. And this is a guy petting a cat saying goodbye.